Welcome back to the Let It Be Us podcast. My name is Ross Cochran. I am so glad that you're here. Today, we are continuing the conversation that I had with Karen Shaw and Kathy Newberry from the amazing team at Let It Be Us. We are talking about the legal system and the foster care system and how they intersect. And today, we're going to get really practical, particularly how you as foster parents and prospective foster parents can walk through this yourself and how we walk our kids through this. So, Karen, I want to start with you. How do we walk ourselves? How do we as adults walk through the frustrating parts of this process, the challenging parts of this process, and also just be patient as the legal system plays itself out? Sure. I think that's a hard question, I'll be honest with you, because... You know, it's hard, and to be honest with you, I've even had situations where it's been hard for me as the worker because you see that, you know, there are situations where we we can see that this child is not going to go back to their, you know, original family, yeah. their first family. And they developed a, a great relationship with the foster parent. A foster parent is interested in adopting this child. Um and so when the worker is more is invested, just like the foster parent is, because they see going to court day in and, you know, they have to go to court every so often to report about term CPR, that either it's going to go a lot faster or it's going to go a lot slower. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really, um, I think, being open to this, having the conversations with your worker talking about it, um, having support around you, your own, you know, friends and family to kind of just be able to vent about it, you know. Um, I think that's important to have a support system around you. Um, I think it's good to also just to be honest with your with yourself and, you know, talk to the to the worker and say, hey, I'm feeling kind of like un- uncertain about where this is headed. Or, you know, what this looks like. I'm like, are we close? Do you think, you know, where do you think we really stand in terms of this case being closed for termination of parental rights? Are we moving closely to going towards adoption? Or, you know, do you think it's going to be a lot longer than expected? Um, I think it's important to have those conversations. Even if the parent felt like they wanted to come to court, the foster parent wanted to come to court, come to court. I think it's good to get an idea from your own perspective of what is happening during that process. Um, it's good to have a good relationship with your worker. And when I say good relationship, I mean in the sense of you have regular communication about what's happening with the process. Um, anytime you don't, you're not sure about things, because it is a very lengthy and complicated process too. Yeah, and let me, I think it's important to have those conversations and just say, just be just say, I don't understand what happened <laughs> yeah. or what is happening, you know, and to the speak. worker and to anybody, you know, just kind of having that conversation with people that will, you know, be supportive of you. I think it's important to have those people around you. Yeah. And if I may speak to just the men who are listening, who love to ask for directions, <laughs> yeah. um, it's important to say when you don't know. Yeah. Because. Yes. Well, look, there's actually two things I would say. One, that, which is a bit tongue-in-cheek, but also 100% true. And also, any chance I get, 
I like to get this message out, especially to this audience. You know, stereotypically, especially in heterosexual couples, there's the expectation that the wife is the person who is driving a lot of this conversation towards let it be us. They're the one who's looking up the event. They're the one asking the question. They're the one who is really excited about it. And the guy is just kind of there. And if you're someone who is listening to this podcast and I just described you or you're listening to this podcast and maybe you're not even in a couple like that, but you're doing so because someone made you, I would really encourage you to have a hard look in the mirror because for this to work, this can't just be your wife's thing. These kids need both of you. And frankly, if you're a guy listening to this, the demons in these kids' lives often look a lot like men. That's some big societal issues, which are a subject of a whole nother podcast. So we, as men, have an opportunity to show them an entirely different perspective on what it means to be a man. So I'm going to step off my soapbox here for a second because, <laughs> Kathy, you had a phrase before which I really liked, which is we can't talk down to or about the biological family. Um, you said something like that. And yeah. I think the only way that that is physically possible is if we ourselves as foster parents are well supported. Yeah. I say all the time, we have options as adults and these kids don't have any other options. What are some of right. the practical support options that you've used as a foster parent? What have those looked like? Well, I will have to, first I'd like to say that um, I wish my husband was here on this podcast because he is very involved. Um, he was at one of the events and was he jumped right in and started helping out. Um, so he's he's very involved. And in my coaching with Let It Be Us, I have spoke to quite a few husbands um, where the where they have been the one to initiate. So Great. I think a lot of the husbands are the father figures are stepping up. Um, as far as my support group. It is good that you need to have a really good relationship with whatever agency you are with. Um, the caseworkers and the licensing workers, that's your biggest support right there. Um, my husband is my second biggest support. We do this together. We're a team. And we also have quite a few friends who have either fostered and adopted or done respite. And by the way, thank you for that, because that's foster moms and dads need those respite homes. Um just having your group of people that are outside your home who have been through what you're going through or who are foster parents that you can just, sometimes you just need to vent and it could be over nothing. You're just frustrated. You went to court. The judge was sick. You went all that way. And now that's canceled. So, you know, it's just having someone you can vent to and who understands. And that's kind of what we use for our support. Yeah. I would say too, one thing that I would just, think is important is to sometimes just take a break from it yep. when i say take a break from it not talk about what's happening with the court process and i, I mean maybe you just don't have that conversation today yeah maybe you wait a couple of days <laughs> you know sometimes i mean it is respite some of it it is just taking a break completely from what's happening you getting a chance to just do things for yourself yeah. Um, some me time is important. Every adult needs that, including foster parents. 
um, in order to be better for the kids and help the kids day in and day out. I, just, I think there's no way that a person can, you know, work through this process of TPR and think about it 24-7 and not get some time to themselves. Yeah, I so agree. I mean, we need uh, the respite. We, you know, even just a date night, um, an overnight somewhere just with no kids and you need that. Mm-hmm. So I so agree with that. This episode of the podcast is made possible by the Let It Be Us Springboard to Adult program. This program fills a significant need for young people who are in foster care and are at risk of aging out of the system without a family or permanent support system. We believe strongly that all young people deserve and need support as teenagers and young adults to successively launch into adulthood. In Illinois, children age out of the child welfare system when they turn 21 years old. That means that a young person who has not reunified with his or her biological parents or family, hasn't been adopted, or isn't being supported by a foster home after aging out, is left to navigate young adulthood on their own. Let It Be Us wants to change that by working with young people ages 16 and over to place them within families or family-like housing, and then provide wraparound services to support life-sustaining educational and employment goals, which will improve their overall outcomes. You can help these kids in numerous ways. So get started today by visiting letitbeus.org or the links in the show notes of today's episode. Let It Be Us, a foster care and adoption podcast is made possible by the amazing team of experts at Let It Be Us. Check out the show notes wherever you're listening for more information about Let It Be Us and how you can help out kids in foster care today. This podcast is dedicated to the entire foster care community of parents, professionals, and donors who are doing everything they can to help kids in foster care across Illinois. This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Ross Cochran. The theme song for this podcast is Into Silence by Made to Be. And you also heard their song, You Know a Better Way. Thank you for being one of us. And thank you for listening. We'll talk again soon.